0: Welcome to the Palmetto Street Church of God message podcast. We pray that you are inspired by today's message and we hope that you share and subscribe to this podcast so that the gospel of Jesus Christ can go forth and reach many people in our world today. Enjoy the message. So good to have you guys with us today. I'm honored to to be up here and very honored that Pastor Johnny called me a legend. I'm not sure what he's referring to though could be my criminal record or I don't know. Anyway, whatever it may be. Thank you, Pastor Johnny. Um, Thank you guys for being with us today. And uh, I'm really excited about next week. You know, I'm really excited Pastor Neil is on vacation. That means we're all on vacation this week. Um, So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm really excited about the roast that's coming his way next week. So we did things a little different. We let him have this week off so he could prepare his mind. For what we're going to put him through next week so pastor neil we love you i hope you're enjoying uh the beach right now because next week is going to be a whole lot different i'm just going to tell you it's going to be a whole lot different now i'm excited um pastor neil's been talking about um breaking free overcoming spiritual strongholds in our life and and uh we started talking about this this uh day a couple of weeks ago and uh he kind of kind of pretty much let me know hey it's gonna probably be you on the fourth so Uh, i said well you should probably come back from vacation and preach you know um but uh but he didn't see it that way so um so but anyway when we started talking about it i I really felt led to kind of stay on that same series and i don't know how much longer he's going to go um but i did kind of want to just kind of put my spin on things so i'm going to share some of the same scripture but it'll be a little bit different um my own uh, weird thoughts will be put on it but anyway it's from ephesians 6 uh, verses 10 through 13 it says this finally my brethren Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts and the wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand. And so I guess when I started thinking about... Um, strongholds and overcoming strongholds, I think a lot of us, you know, we, we have a moment in our life where we're praying for something. We're praying for victory over something or power over something in our lives, and we get the misconception that, that you know, it's, it's a battle, that we're going to come and it's going to be a battle, we're going to pray about it, and it's going to be over. But it, spiritual warfare doesn't really work like that. It's, it's a war. So it's not a battle that you fight and win then. It's a war that rages on. And so we have to understand that there's a lot that takes place in spiritual warfare. So I started thinking about this and just kind of looking at it from a different perspective uh, as far as the war goes. And so I started thinking, okay, if we're going to be in a war, if we're going to fight this war, the the war that rages within us and around us, if we're going to fight this war, what can we do to win this war? And so um, I started thinking and looking at it, and there's a couple things I came up with. The first thing is... To be prepared. It says this, put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand. Um, and so our, our scriptures is telling us we got to be ready. You know, we got we to prepare ourselves. We got to prepare what's going on around us. Um, it, it tells us to be strong in the Lord. And so I started thinking and for uh and i I apologize i I share a lot of police stories you know most pastors they've been pastoring their whole life so they share pastor stories well i've been policing so we're going to share police stories that's just all i know maybe one day it'll be pastor stories but anyway uh you know we have to we have to be prepared and we have to we have to be strong and we have to we have to do the things that we're supposed to do when we start looking at being prepared for war think about soldiers we think about things like that and how they how they uh dedicate their life and stuff but when we start looking at spiritual warfare it's not about what we can do but about what the lord can do and so so many times we look at our own strength and not putting ourselves in the lord's strength not letting the lord uh work through us and uh, and he's reminding us it's not our strength but his strength so start thinking about that on independence day and um and i shared with them earlier um i'm the father of a girl the only child she's a girl and so as her father I felt like the best way to raise her was to be strong and independent. You know, I just felt like that made sense, that she would be uh, strong, work hard, have a good work ethic, and be able to take care of herself. I thought that was just really important as a father to raise um, my little girl like that. And for us, we think the same way about ourselves. We want to be independent. I don't want to be relying on anybody. You know, I enjoy that Shannon makes more money than me, but I don't want to rely on that. I just want to spend it, you know. I don't want to have to rely on it. So, so we have to understand that that we need to be independent. But when we start looking at our Christian walk, it's the complete opposite. We don't need to be independent. We need to be dependent. We need to be dependent on our Father in heaven. And so we get we get caught up in two different things. We need to be strong, but we need to be strong in him. We need to be um, dependent on him, but we also need to be independent in this world. So it's kind of like this, this battle going on amongst us. Um, we have to be strong in him, not in our own strength. And we must rely on the power of the Holy Spirit not our own power. Um, one of the things that, that I enjoy um, uh, about uh, my life each day is exercising. Do we have any exercise people in here? I see one of my good friends that's wrote me into exercising back here. So um, so I like to exercise every day. I do it every day. But I also like to eat junk food every day. Do so we have any people that like to eat junk food every day? So I feel like I live a good, balanced life. You know, I, I exercise and then i eat junk the rest of the day so i feel like it balances out um, but we have to we have to understand that that exercise strength it comes from a, a, a daily process and a lot of times we don't we don't do that the writer says this um, when we talk about our strength in god he says this in first timothy he says discipline yourself unto godliness discipline yourself unto godliness it'll be translated like this exercise yourself unto godliness we need to practice spiritual disciplines each and every day prayer reading the bible uh, being alone with God, working and operating in the Holy Spirit, giving. We need to do these things each and every day. We need to be preparing ourselves for the war that's around us. And so we do that through uh, spending time with God. We also uh, start looking at the, the Scripture talks about the armor of God, putting on the armor of God. And in the Bible, it, it repeatedly talks about the, when they put on certain clothes, it was, it was this that they were putting on characteristics of God. It says this in Colossians. It says, Therefore, as the elect of God... Holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, put on kindness, put on humility, put on meekness, put on long-suffering, bear with one another, forgive one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. It says this in Ephesians 4, And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. So he's challenging us. So when we put on our armor, we're really putting on the characteristics, the strength of God Himself. So we have to learn to, to be ready. And, and Isaiah 59, it says this: put on righteousness as his breastplate and the helmet of salvation on his head, and put on the garments of vengeance, wrapped himself in zeal as a cloak. So when we prepare for battle, we put on God's power. God's clothing and God's anointing. We have to remember that. Um, but, but when we do that when we start talking about armor, um, I've, I've preached from Ephesians many times on this, and, and some of you guys from youth group or, or remember I like to, to bring up a kid and dress him up in my SWAT gear and watch him wobble around because it's so heavy. Um, and I've done that a few times with adults, and that's always pretty neat. And, I, and I've done that many times. But, but today, just kind of looking at this and studying and reading it, one of the things that, that we struggle with sometimes is when we put on this armor, you know, when we put on the full armor of God, we have to understand that there's still, there's still gaps, there's still uh, chinks, as they say, there's still little places in our armor where the enemy can attack. And so we have to understand and be prepared for that. We have to understand that we can't allow any place in our life for the enemy to get through and cause us harm. So many times we, we put this armor on and, and I remember so many times putting on my, my bulletproof vest and and thinking I was invincible, and that's just not the case. That's not, that's not the truth. And so we have to understand, even though we, we clothe ourselves and even though we uh, ready ourselves physically, we still have to be prepared mentally. We have to look at our lives and say, where are the gaps in my armor? Where am I weak? Where am I struggling? Is it, is it unforgiveness? You know, Is it anger? Is it jealousy? Is it hatred? What's, what's in my life? That's causing me to to have gaps in my armor where the enemy can come against me and cause me harm. So we have to always look at our life and look at what's going on. We have to constantly repent of our sins and seek to be right with God. Make sure that we're in the right place. We must be thorough, putting on the full armor of God. Can you say amen? All right, so the second is this. Know your enemy. Know your enemy. Our scripture reminds us that we don't face a physical war. We face a, a spiritual war. And strongholds, while um, while they, they take on physical characteristics, it's still a spiritual battle. You know, the, the things in our life, the sin, the gossip, the, the lying, the, the anger, the hatred, all that tough stuff takes a, a physical place in our life, but it's also a spiritual battle that we have to overcome. And to overcome these, you have to put on the full armor of God and be able to stand and face your enemy. But many times when we talk about knowing our enemy, many times um, for me, the enemy was in my own head. You know, the enemy—the enemy was always, always there. I, I share with you uh, many times uh, the, the struggle of, of, of recognizing that I was saved. I, I, I got saved, gave my heart to Christ, and was so excited. And, and then, as the weeks went by, I kept thinking I didn't do it right. I didn't pray right. I didn't—I I wasn't doing something right. And so I kept coming to the altar for months. I came to the altar. It was a battle going on in my mind. And I remember. When I, when I wanted to surrender to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit fill me and dwell in me, it was the same type of battle. I came to the altar, and, and, I, and I asked the Holy Spirit to fill me, and, and, and nothing happened. And I would go back to my seat disappointed, and I would leave disappointed. And the next week, the same thing would happen. I would be so disappointed, and the battle began to, to be in my own head. You know, I was, I was literally at war within myself. Each and every time, I was wondering who was watching, who was what they were thinking about me. You know, here I was, you know, trying to be different, trying to be transformed, and, and it wasn't happening. So I was, what were they thinking about me? Am I living wrong? Am I doing something wrong? And so I began to have this battle that was taking place in my own head. I mean, it was my own battle in my own head, and I couldn't get out of it. It was like it was a vicious cycle going on and on and on. And so I realized that the biggest battle we face many times is the simple battle of getting up from our seat and walk into the altar. That's the biggest battle that we face so many times. It rages in our own mind, and it, and it distracts us, and we begin to think about other things that aren't important, and we begin to worry about what people think and say, and we're not concentrating on what God wants to do in that one moment in His presence. And so we, we, we fight this battle, and it's, and it's a big battle. So you have to know your enemy. You have to know what's going on inside your own head. Um, the battle in our minds is often too great for us. We have to look around and realize that, that the God we serve is greater than any battle that can take place in our own mind. And then we also have to know what, what the enemy looks like in the real world. Um, I shared with them earlier, um, when I first became a policeman, I'd, I'd been working maybe three weeks, and uh, my rotation put me on night shift. And so, uh, so I was working one night, and uh, the lieutenant of narcotics uh, came, and since I wasn't from Florence and didn't really know anybody, he thought it would be a good idea To put me undercover buying drugs that night, and so I was excited. I mean, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. You know, they gave me this cool car, and they gave me this cool equipment. They gave me money, and they told me to go buy drugs. I was like, "That's perfect. That makes that's perfect. I love this job." And so, um, and so, you know, they they were telling me everything. They told me where to go, and and uh, and so I was I was all excited. I was ready, and so I was trying to be cool, you know, trying to lay low, and so I didn't ask really any questions. You know, I just listened to what they were saying and, and did what they told me to do, and so I go uh, where they said to go, and uh, and I bought the drugs, and I bought the dr- brought the drugs back to the lieutenant, and um and uh and so I handed it to him, and he looked at it for a minute, and uh and I saw the look on their face, and it was it was fake drugs, it wasn't real drugs. <laughs> and so so I was like, oh gosh, it's turning bad on me quick, and so um. Then they said, well, who did, you, who did you buy the drugs from? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know who it was. I mean, it was dark. It was dark. They came out of nowhere. I made the transaction. I don't know. And so, um, so I was really in trouble then. But I realized, okay, this is, this is what I want to do with my career. But obviously I'm, I'm not able to do that right now. Um, so, I had to learn. You know, I had to learn and understand what, what the criminals were doing, what they were doing to get away with things. So, so I made it my mission to, to learn, to study, to listen, to, to grow smarter, to write good reports, to pay attention to what was going on around me. And I worked really hard over the next few years so that I could get that job one day in narcotics. And I eventually got that job and got promoted and, and spent most of my career, you know, teaching others not to do the stupid things that I did. And so, so it was great, but I had to learn. You know, I had to learn who the enemy was. I had to learn how they operate. I had to learn where the gaps were in what they were doing so that I could, so that I could be the one that could be on the offensive and, and make the arrest. And so you, we have to learn, we have to understand, we have to study what the enemy's doing um, in, in, in order to be successful, in order to win these battles, in order to, to, to do what God has called us to do. See, I had to see the weak spots and attack, just like our enemy does to us. He sees the 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 things in your life that cause you to be weak and he attacks, he uses accusations he uses deceptions he uses your own mind and your own flesh against you, he uses the world to seduce you, he uses all these things and so we have to understand what the enemy's strategy is so we can be better prepared for that so we can be uh, we can understand what he's trying to do and then last we have to learn that we have to fight you know um, for me I know a a lot of we read the Bible, and, and it says the battle's not yours, but the Lord's, and, and I believe that. But you still have to make up your mind that you're going to fight. You know, you still have to make up your mind. The Lord will fight for you, but he's not going to fight for you if you're just sitting there. You've got to make up your mind that I'm going to fight this battle. I'm going to fight this spiritual warfare. And so not only do we have to be prepared, we have to, and we have to know our enemy, but at some point you'll have to fight. Our scripture tells us to take up the whole armor so that we can stand in the day of evil. He's telling us there's a day coming that you're going to have to make a stand. There's a day coming that you're going to have to to make a stand and be willing to fight, to fight. And Paul writes of the need to stand four times in Ephesians. Um, but this standing, you know, when I when I used to teach about the the scripture, the armor of God, and everything, um, I never really looked at standing like this, but. But kind of studying and preparing for today, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit. You know, we, we we talked about soldiers earlier preparing, and you think about soldiers, and they stand, you know, at attention. Um, and in my police training, I, I see there's a couple of police in here. We were taught to stand in the, in the bladed position, kind of keep your strong side, your weapon side back. From, the, from whoever you're talking to, and, and so you'll see people stand like this from time to time. Some people do it naturally. Some people have to think about it, but they'll stand kind of bladed, keeping their weapon back and, and being ready to do whatever needs to be done. Uh, but, but this scripture is a little bit different. When he says stand firm, he's, he's talking about something different. He's talking about standing, but standing aggressive. In other words, being ready to fight. And uh, when, I, when I was reading that and studying that and thinking about that, I couldn't help but think of my good friend Tommy, who's here today. So Tommy, um, Tommy, we work out together, but Tommy started doing jiu-jitsu. And so, so some days we work out together, and some days I'm working out, lifting weights, and Tommy's doing jiu-jitsu. So one of my favorite things to do when Tommy's doing jiu-jitsu is look and see if Tommy's, like, getting beat up really bad. Um, I really enjoy that. I keep waiting on a suplex or something, but I don't think they do that there. Um, and so, so, but I enjoy that. I like to see if he's getting drug around or in a headlock or whatever. Um, but the thing I noticed about them when I'm, when I'm looking over at, at them doing jujitsu, their, their method of standing is a little different than what I was taught. It's, it's, it's standing, but they're ready to strike. As soon as they see a weakness in the enemy, they're ready to move in and strike, try to get the enemy off his feet get their opponent off his feet and to the mat where they can put them in, you know, neck holds and arm bars and all these things, but, but they stand different. It's an aggressive stance. And so when he's talking about standing firm, he's talking about standing, but standing aggressive. In other words... We're not on the defensive anymore. Now we're on the offensive. We're not going to let the devil take over our life. We're not going to let the devil run our life or ruin our marriage or ruin our family or or destroy anything. We're going to take the offensive, and we're going to attack him before he can attack us. So that's what he's talking about when he says stand firm. He says stand firm. Then he tells us this. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and all supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. See, in this war, he gives us the, the sword, the word of God. And, and, and in this war, you know, I started thinking about today what we're celebrating. You know, we're celebrating our Independence Day. So in 1776, there came a day for our forefathers that they had had enough. You know, the, the whole war started on the premise of being oppressed. You know, they were, they were being oppressed by the enemy. And, uh, and so they knew what they were fighting for. You know, they understood they were fighting for their freedom. They understood that they were fighting for the freedom to come in the future. You know, and, and they understood this. And so when we start looking at what we're fighting for, when we're fighting the enemy, we have to look and realize what exactly we're fighting for. We're fighting for freedom from oppressive rule, freedom from the oppressive enemy. Um, The founding forefathers wrote, literally they wrote this in in some of their letters to each other. It says, um, we're being oppressed by a king who doesn't even know us. Being oppressed by a king who doesn't even know us. Our enemy doesn't even know you. But our God says, I formed you in the womb. You know, our enemy wants to keep you oppressed, a slave to sin. But our God says, I came to bring life and liberty and freedom. I came to to set you free from all that. And that's the difference. That's the the battle. That's what we're fighting for is freedom, our freedom, our children's freedom, their children's freedom. You know, that's that's the day. That's what we're fighting for. And so in in our life, each of us are going to have this Independence Day. You're going to have this moment in your life where it's time for you to, to stand up and fight for your own independence. But it's more than just your independence. It's the people that come behind you. There are, there are fathers and mothers in here. It's for your children. There are children in here. It's going to be for your children. There, there are uh, senior adults in here. It's for your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. It's for all those things. It's for generations to come. So when that moment comes and that battle comes, we have to understand that it's more than, it's more than just our life at stake. It's more than just my freedom. It's it's my daughter's freedom. It's my grandson's freedom. That's what we're fighting for. And so we have to put that into context. What am I fighting for? When I fight the enemy... When the enemy comes against me, am I going to let him win because I haven't prayed up? Am I going to let him win because I'm not prepared? Am I going to let him win because I don't know him and I don't recognize him when he attacks me? Or am I going to be ready to fight? Am I going to be prayed up? Am I going to be strong? Am I going to be ready to face the battle? Am I going to make the decision that I'm going to fight this war? I'm not going to sit back anymore. I'm not going to let depression rule my life. I'm not going to let, you know, sin. I'm not going to let greed. I'm not going to let these things run my life anymore. That I'm going to be free. And my children are gonna be free, and so on and so on from days to come and from generations to come. I'm gonna be free. So that's the thing we have to think about when we start looking at spiritual strongholds, looking at the things in our life. Sometimes we 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 let them overwhelm us, and sometimes we don't see them when they're coming, but they're there, they're always around, and they're ready to strike when we're at our weakest moment. So we have to be prepared for that. So I want you guys to stand today. I want you to remember what Paul said the end of that scripture, he says this, Whenever I open my mouth, words may be fearlessly given to me so that I can fearlessly make known the gospel. You know, God, Paul was saying, you know, I, I want to be strong. I want to be ready. But there's a reason I want to be ready. I want to make known the gospel. You now, how do we make known the gospel? Some of us preach. Some of us teach. Some of us live our life in a way that people see Jesus Christ in our life. And so when we start looking at these battles that we face, this war that rages within us, it's more important It's more important than me being free from sin it's so that those around me can see that it can be done. They can see that I can have victory. They can see that your strength comes from the Lord. They can see that the Lord will fight your battles, but you've got to make the decision that I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight with God. I'm not going to let the enemy have my life. I'm not going to let the enemy have my family. Those are the things we have to, we have to, we have to take care of, we have to do in our life. Your life, your speech, your battles, they all lead to freedom. But it's not just for you, it's for all those to come after us. So as you close your eyes, as you bow your heads, we begin to pray. I don't know where you are in life. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what battle is going on in your mind. I can promise you this, my mind would be raging every time the pastor said for us to close our eyes and and to start praying. My, My mind would go in so many different directions. I wouldn't know what to think or what to do. Don't let the enemy, don't let the enemy steal your joy. If God's calling you to an altar, if God's calling you to a place of repentance, if God's calling you and saying salvation is yours, you just need to ask for it. If God is saying your healing is here, all you have to do is ask. If God's saying deliverance is here, all you have to do is ask. If God is saying victory is yours, if you just be willing to fight, I don't know where you are or what's going on in your life, but that's, that's God speaking to you today. Don't let it pass by. Don't let the enemy win at your seat right now. Don't let the enemy win. Father, we love you today. God, we give you all the praise. God, I don't know where we're at, but God, if there's someone here that needs to come to this altar, God, give them the strength, God, to boldly step out right now, God, and come to this altar, God, where they can receive from you, God, victory. God, it's not victory I can give or anybody in this room can give. God, but it's victory that you can give. It's victory that's through your power. God, it's through your grace. It's through your goodness, God. Lord, it's through your strength. God, so many times the enemy comes in so many different directions, God. Comes in waves sometimes, God, overwhelming us. God, but you are still God. You are still on your throne, God. Victory is still ours, God, if we would just surrender to you. God, no matter what we face, God, help us to know that you're with us, God. Lord, that your strength goes before us. God, your power knows no limits. God, we give you all the praise. God, as we celebrate today, God, help us to be reminded, God that you gave freedom, God, that you came to this earth to bring life, God, to bring liberty, God, to set us free. God, help us to live free today. In Jesus' name, everyone said amen, amen. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you are inspired by today's message. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and to follow us on our social media. If you would like to give to this ministry, visit us at pscog.org. Stay safe and have an incredible day in Jesus' name.